Hi, I'm Susan Moore, Community Engagement Manager with IIBA. And I'm Scott Bennett, Manager of Business Analysis with the International Institute of Business Analysis. And this is Business Analysis Live. Today, our topic is starting your business analysis career with certification. We get a lot of questions about this. And uh, so today, we're really making you the center of this conversation. What do you want to know about this? Because you guys ask us this question quite a bit. And we've got some thoughts. Maybe you guys in the audience also have some thoughts today, too. That's right. We are live, so we're taking your questions live. So put them in the chat. Uh, to kick things off, uh, tell us what country you're watching from. And if you're listening to this on our podcast or watching on YouTube, put that in the comments as well. We'd love to hear where, your, where our audience is from. You know what, Scott? Actually, that is one of the very favorite things that we do in our webinars that we hold. And it is amazing where people are dialing in from, as the 20th century phrase <laughs> goes. So that's fantastic. Um, well, so let's so let's start uh, with kind of a little bit about starting just starting your career, because that is a question that we get so frequently. How do we get started? in business analysis. And I know a couple of, we've, we've come at it from a couple of use cases, as the professionals say. We've talked about how students might get into it, but we've also talked about people that are coming from some other profession into, into business analysis. So which of those, where, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the transitioning in rather than being brand new to working in a profession. So I've worked with a number of people over the years that have been professional accountants, they've been in marketing, and they've worked on a project and they've discovered this idea, this thing called business analysis, and they want to learn more about it. And it really ends up becoming their career. That transition step can be difficult. Um, it's really, we've talked about this before, it's something that's easiest to do when you're in an organization and you've got a reputation, you can maybe work on a project and get your way in there. It's more difficult to go from one organization doing one job and starting a business analysis career in another organization. Yeah, I think that is the challenge. And, you know, you and I have talked about um, some of the things that we often see is that people think that they, as they're moving from one profession into business analysis, well, it, it's all going to be brand new. I've got to maybe, I, I haven't prepared in any way. And so I need to learn this whole set of skills. But you know, my experience has been, and for the folks that I've worked with who have transitioned in, they bring a whole bunch of transferable skills from whatever they were doing. And so I think you're right. If you if you have the ability to work on a project, maybe as a subject matter expert, or maybe, you know, it just kind of a, of a, you know, working on a piece of it, I think it can give you an insight and you can bridge those skills over. So first of all, you probably have the, the professional skills that you need to do this work. Yeah. So working in an office environment or professional environment, the way you communicate, the way you listen, the way you collaborate with team members, that's all the skills that you've got that you're bringing to the table. So when we talk about certification for starting your career, it really is about what is the knowledge that you don't have yet? Um, and IIBA, we have a certification intended for that. It's called the Entry Certificate for Business Analysis or ECBA. So you don't have any business analysis experience yet, 
but you want to be able to demonstrate that you understand the fundamentals of business analysis and you can speak that language. So that's really what this certification is all about. Um, if you do have more experience, there are other certifications that you can pursue. Um, but this is intended for people that want to get in the career, people that want to demonstrate um, they've studied this, they understand it, and to a potential employer or someone within your organization where you want to move to, demonstrate that you're really committed to this. We, we have often talked about the language of business analysis, and I, I think that is really important. But I also want to let folks know that the language of business analysis isn't like something completely foreign. Uh, a lot of um, the terms that we use, you've probably heard before. So some of the techniques, um, you know, flow charts, processes, all of those kinds of things, that's part of the language of business analysis. And at least I, what I think I mean by that is how are these things packaged together? What are the knowledge areas that make up what we do? That to me is really more of what the language is. And again, I, I think when you, whether you read our business analysis standard, which is actually, it's a free download that's available on our website, or if you go if you want full-on business analysis language, the full Babot guide, I think you get, a, reading that, I think you get a sense of what are the important things that make that make our profession uh, possible. And, and I'm going to stop you there, Susan. So sometimes we use acronyms and we don't catch ourselves. So for uh -oh. those of you who have never heard of a Babot, uh, this is the business analysis body of knowledge. So BOK, body of knowledge. This is the uh, the global standard for business analysis. It's the language that the industry uses. So that Babot guide is something that IIBA has published with a global community. Um, so we, we've got that as a standard. And we do have it available in a number of different languages. Um, we've got it, uh, let's see, you and I had worked out what's the language here in terms of um, where this is yeah. available. Yeah, so there you go. So in addition to English, we also it, it's also been translated into all of these languages, Chinese, Standard French, French-Canadian, German, Japanese, Portuguese, and I'm sure more to come. Actually, I'm, I'm almost certain more to come. So um, so there's also learning the language of business analysis in your own language. That is, um, for, for those of you that may not be native English speakers, we're, we want to meet you where you are because we know that business analysis really is an international, it's an international thing. Um, organizations and governments all over the world are employing it. Um, yeah. So... Um, so we've, we've talked about if you're transitioning from one career into business analysis, this ECBA certification may be helpful. But if you're just starting a professional career, maybe you finish school, you want to get into business analysis, maybe you studied a little bit in school and want to pursue this career, the ECBA certification can be helpful as well. I've mentored a few new grads about getting their first job and helping them through that process. Um, and the ECBA certification that they have earned actually helped them. Um, and my guidance to them was, you know, this is a big thing for someone at your career stage. So take that ECBA logo that you're allowed to use and put it right on the top of your resume. Um, that that will demonstrate that at your particular level starting your career, um, you've got an advantage over potentially some of these other people that you're competing against. I feel like sometimes we as business analysis professionals are kind of humble. So when we do great things, we don't often promote it, but you know, you get a badge, <laughs> you get a badge with our certifications. Actually, you get a badge when you're an active member. 
put that on social media. I mean, let people know. I, to me, I think what what that certification does, and you and I have also had this conversation, like what is certification really? A certificate or a certification isn't really going to get you the job, but what it is going to demonstrate is that you've identified that you are part of this community. And the preparation for that is going to help you uh, study. It's going to help you understand that language that we're talking about and how you can apply it. So be and listen, it's hard. I mean, you've got two. I see them right over your shoulder there, CBAP, um, which is the, the top one. Yep. And then the business data analytics certification. Yeah. So it is a real commitment. And, um, and let's just go full search engine optimization here. Uh, when you have those those letters on your uh, resume or on your LinkedIn profile, you are you are literally findable uh, with keyword searches. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, the best practice in the um, LinkedIn space is at the end of your name to put your certification. So I've got a CBAB. So it says Scott Bennett, comma, CBAB. And that makes it ultimately findable. In fact, when I'm posting comments, and you will see some of them today, people posting comments that have certifications, you'll actually see the certification when they post a comment. Um, so that's the best practice. Now, Carl has said that he has it, but Carl, you should put that ECBA after your name. <laughs> it's probably in your in your LinkedIn profile, but um, but yeah. So we're always we're always excited when um, people show that they've, they've worked really hard to achieve this. So let's see, um, as you can imagine, we are starting to get tons of questions, which is great because that's what we, uh, that's what we wanted to do today. So if, so I'm going to, so let's pull up a couple of questions. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So here's kind of a long one. This is from Mary. Um, what about the mature business, uh, an analyst, professional who still enjoys the tools and techniques. How do you transition to current state business analysis and restart? What are your insights for the ECBA and other certifications to move forward with a BA career today? I feel like there's a couple of things, a couple of things here that we could answer. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. So um, if you do have experience, so ECBA is designed for someone that has zero experience. Um, if you've got two to three years of experience, there's a CCBA certification. And if you're up to five to seven, you can do your CBAP certification, which is, let me see if I can figure it out. Right. <laughs> that one. There. Good job. Yep. Um, so uh, if you do have experience, there are other certifications that give you a demonstration that not only you understand it, but you've got experience. So the certifications are more difficult because they rely on experience in terms of demonstrating your skill and being able to work through the exam. And, you know, there's, uh, so Mary, you may also have some interest in some specialized areas as well. And so there are some certifications, some specialized certifications that we have around the business data analytics, which Scott has, the agile analysis certification, which I have. Uh, there's also a product ownership analysis certification, and there is also a cybersecurity analysis certification. And those, you can just dive more deeply into whatever that topic is, it is a, it's a, another great way for you to show your commitment to that particular specialty and, uh, and probably learn some things as well too. So they're all, they're all great opportunities. Yeah. And let me just highlight that when you said you'll probably learn some things. Um, when I studied for my CBAP certification, I had 10 years of experience in the industry and I still learned something from studying, um, in the, uh, CBDA space. So learning about data analytics, 
I did learn a lot out of studying for it. So it isn't just getting a certifications to help you in your career or to demonstrate your knowledge. You are going to get some learning out of this um, because it is that global perspective on a particular area. I think that's maybe what some people don't really prepare themselves for when they're when they're working on this uh, a, any kind of a certification is it really it's not about the outcome it's it's about that journey of learning things so um, yes so I I really agree with that let's see here's here's another comment this is from Karthik I'm working as a BA for two and a half years and there's no standardization some projects are good and some are bad. <laughs> Karthik, I, I unfortunately I I feel like this is um this is sometimes the reality that that there is there can be um gosh there can be an organization's own way of doing business analysis which I think can can you know be not the same as what you might find in our body of knowledge or might even be different from what you've experienced in another company that you've worked for. Yeah, and certainly studying the business analysis body of knowledge, that Babot guide, um, you'll understand so or wh where those key elements are that you should be working on. So depending on where your experience is so far, you might not have been exposed to all of those. And my personal experience was I didn't know anything about requirements traceability. I'd never heard of the concept until I studied the Babot guide. And it helped me on a $10 million project with five other BAs control requirements that went to a hundred different systems. Traceability saved me probably a, a lot of um, stress and increased the quality of that project. Um, so there are good practices out there. In your organization, if you have multiple BAs, there's this concept of a center of excellence. That's where you can pull people together and you can figure out what's working well, what's not. And how do you make that stuff that's working well, repeatable, so you can have better chances for success. So something to think about. You know, another thing that I think, um, whether it is being part of a professional association like the International Institute of Business Analysis or um, or participating in one of the chapters that are all over the world or even having your um, certification, I think it makes you an ambassador for the profession. Because once you've put all that effort into uh, learning it and surrounding yourself with like-minded professionals who you can engage in conversations about the practice of business analysis, I think it gives you license to be an ambassador for the profession within your organization. So Karthik, who knows, maybe maybe this conversation today will inspire you to start a center of excellence or maybe even a community of practice, which is another grouping of, of folks who can uh, talk about the, the practice of analysis in your organization. And maybe you can be the one that can take those bad projects to, to make them better. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Wow. So we have a ton of comments here. I think it's the most comments we've ever had. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, I know I accidentally lost one and I was, uh, let's see. All right. Business so, Analysis Live is really taking off. <laughs> we are live and really feeling it today. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so I'm going to share, this is a, actually, so Carl, who just got his ECBA, um, said, uh, right. He says, what's the, what value does HR give to this designation? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, so my experience is organizations can be, they can handle certifications differently 
I know I've worked in organizations where they would give you kind of a what we called a spot bonus. So they gave you may, maybe some sort of a, a an incentive, and they they paid for that. They might even pay for your certification. But yeah. now, what value does HR give it? I'm not sure. Have you had experience where uh, your organization did something different after you had a certification? Yes. So I have seen some organizations um, pay higher because of certification. Um, now, I can't say that's universal. That's just my own experience. Um, but if you look at it from an HR perspective, they have professionals across the organization and they won't necessarily recognize an ECBA. But if you're certified in your industry, um, they might recognize that. I think it might be more important for the hiring manager, your direct manager, or someone above that would say, hey, you know what? We have so many um, professionals that are certified. So they, they can sort of talk about it that way. But uh, as a manager where I've had certified people, um, I actually rely on them to help others understand the profession and what we're working on. So um, in a center of excellence, for example, I'd wanna get as many certified people working on that with me um, as possible because I know They've got that broad spectrum um, of understanding what it is, what we do, rather than just from their own personal experience. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, I think you, you answered it. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Carl. High five. Uh, thanks, Carl. Um, let's see. So let's take another question here. This is from Ankita. I did the ECBA certification last year, have had no benefit in India in terms of finding a new job. What oh. to do? Wow. Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, we, we have often been pretty honest. I think that certification alone won't, won't get you that job. So, so Ankita, what are the other things that you can um, bring to the table? What experience? So if you are moving maybe from some other profession into business analysis, what, what transferable skills do you have? And also talk in terms of what achievements you've had and tie those into um, the jobs that you are looking for, right? Because it's not, so I know sometimes, Scott, we've had questions about, well, I haven't done this job before. And I think sometimes folks think in terms of, resumes is just a list of the responsibilities that they've had in that job. Right. Yeah. When we've talked with, with recruiters and other HR professionals, what they've said is don't just focus on responsibilities from your other jobs. What is going to distinguish you is the achievements that you've had in those other jobs. And that might be, again, we're humble, we're humble, but you really do have to think about what are those projects that you've worked on in whatever that other job was where you have made a difference, where you have, you know, increased profit, reduced loss, you know, reduced risk, done any of those things, because those are the things that can distinguish you. And then that ECBA really is just, you know, it's icing on the cake, as they say. Yeah. Another thing you can do, Ankita, is connect with your local chapter. So in India, I know there are at least five chapters. Um, That's right. Cyberland, uh, Chennai, I might be mispronouncing it, Bangalore, Mumbai. Um, so there are a number of chapters that are out there. And what those are, are networking opportunities for you to connect with other business analysis professionals. So there might be organizations that have not yet heard about an ECBA certification, but if you're networking with people in chapters, they're in organizations that would obviously recognize that and appreciate it. So it might be a good opportunity for you to meet some people 
to maybe network into a career position. And let's give a shout out to the work that our chapters do all over the world. We've got about 120 all over the world. They are staffed with amazing volunteers who give up their time in order to lead those chapters, come up with incredible programming. So our chapters do everything from having um, speakers come in and talk about specific topics. Many do study groups. So if you want to prepare for an ECBA or any of the certifications, very often a chapter local to you may be doing a study group, which is a great way to learn with others. They also do professional development days. So uh, again, it's and, and they are even doing in-person events these days. So I can't, I mean, I can't say enough especially for our profession uh, of being part of a network of people. And when you become an IIBA member, you become part of a chapter automatically. It's actually not an additional expense. And that chapter relationship that you have is invaluable for finding a job, studying, meeting new people, just solving the day-to-day -day problems. It's really, it's, it's really invaluable. Yeah, and we do actually have um, a chapter that is doing a study group on a monthly basis, uh, Tampa in Florida in the U.S. Um, so we'll drop a link in here that you can get to that. They're doing a study group tomorrow. That's right. And many of our chapters do study outside of the U.S. and Canada do study groups in other languages. So it seems to me I've seen one in French recently and, you know, along with having the body of knowledge guide to go with that. Wow. You're studying in your, in your native language with folks that are also speaking it. So I think that that is um, fantastic. So let's see. Yeah, no, why don't we just manage expectations here a little bit? Uh, <laughs> we do have the Babot guide in a number of different languages. The ECBA exam is available in English, Standard French, French Canadian, Japanese, and we're working on more languages. So you can study in more languages right now than you can do the exam, but I just want to be transparent in terms of these are the exam languages at this point. Yeah, a good reminder. Yeah, we are uh, making sure that um, that our standards, well, that that particular standard is in other languages, and we also want eventually other exams to be in that language as well. Yeah. Well, let's see. Here's, a, here's our next question. This is from Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, a lot of people fall into the business analysis career path. I'm going to raise my hand here. Um, and they don't have, businesses don't have an established business analyst function. Yes, I've worked for this company. Um, um, they don't have the external awareness of standards and practices until they are using platforms. Yeah. So I've you know, I, and I think this happens, right? Because as as much work as IIBA has done, and other organizations, and even chapters locally, in helping um, local organizations understand there is a standard practice that you could be using, um, it's not out there. There are companies that just they've done it their own way for a long time, and that's just the way that it is. I, but again, you know, as we said, I think you can bring if you're studying and in getting certified, then I think you can bring that expertise into your organization and even just in small ways start to influence the practice of business analysis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. when you bring a, a technique to the table, for example, to help a group solve a problem, um, you're demonstrating business analysis and feel free to talk about it as, hey, this is a business analysis skill that I've learned. You know, the more you talk about it with your group, and people see the value out of that, 
they will start to understand, oh, this is something called business analysis. Um, it is an education process. And let's talk about that soft skill, essential skill that you just mentioned. That's called influence. Um, and so influence is one of those things where you're, you know, it is, a, it can take a long time. It can be very subtle. You know, it's, it, it's, it's not one of those things that you're going to go in and use influence overnight to change the practice. Influence really is about uh, building understanding and awareness and, uh, and helping to, uh, you know, kind of have that seep through an organization. So influence, that's an important essential skill that business analysis professionals need to bring to the table. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. Here's, here's a good one. Paul Cash, what roles are the role designations we can target if we are already working as a business analyst or a business systems analyst? Oh, I feel like the sky is the limit on this one. Uh, and, you know, actually, and I, we're, we'll talk about this at the end today, but we've got uh, we've got our next podcast is exactly on this topic, Paul Cash. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right? So, Paul Cash, we're going to need to see you in two weeks because we are going to answer exactly this question. So this is a great question. Yeah. Total business analyst, right? Asking the question well before it, anyone knows it needs to be a question. So good job. Yeah, and it, it's funny. We'll just go back two weeks ago. We talked about the power of curiosity and how curiosity drives us as business analysis professionals to ask questions, to dig deeper. Um, so, yeah, it's all tying together. That's right. And again, another shout out for one of those essential skills that business analysis professionals can bring from anywhere that is is curiosity. So let's see. Um, let's how about. Oh, so this is a, not so much. A, uh, so this is another. Uh, I don't think it's a question for Mark as much as it is kind of a statement, an RPA certification. So this is robotics process automation. Yeah. Um, certification that's available with UiPath. You know, one of the things that we have done with our ECBA um, is we are starting to, so, let me take it back a step, because as we are talking about the practice of business analysis not necessarily being standardized, one of the things that we have done in some of our partnerships like UiPath is we are helping to bring more awareness of standardized business analysis practices into those domains and robotics process automation is is a great example of that and so um so uipath is a provider of basically okay this is my words they are a provider of uh, automation software so you can build bots and things like that with their software and so they've got a certification and you can also include in there um, a business analysis certification and sit for the ECBA as part of that. So, yeah. So, Mark, I don't know if you've if you've done that um, that certification path through UiPath, but that's a great uh, just another way that we're building business analysis into other kinds of work. Yes, and another topic we have in our backlog that's coming up um, in four weeks is uh, requirements engineering. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's great. And I know that we've also talked uh, several months ago about HR and building business analysis into human resources, into into the development of human resource professionals. And so we also have that partnership with it's HRPA, 
HR, Human Resources Professional Association, which is uh, based out of Ontario. So there you go. Um, great reminder. Let's see. Maybe here we'll take Patricia's question. Is there a bank of questions that I can practice the ECBA test? Um, there is on our website, there is a handbook, which I believe has sample questions. And, um, yeah. and so on the that's... Website, there, I think there are 10 questions that you can scroll okay. through. And, and those questions are good um, as a starting point. So if you're thinking about certification, maybe go through and answer those 10 and see how you score on them. Um, I did this before I did the business data analytics. And I was surprised that, oh, I didn't quite get that one. I didn't quite get that one. It, it showed me there was a bit of a, a knowledge gap. But IIBA does not have a bank of practice questions. Um, if you are looking for something like that, there are education providers that provide training um, and sometimes provide question banks as well. Yeah, there's, and Patricia, there are some good ones out there that you can connect with. Again, they are endorsed education providers. So, so know that when you use their bank of exam questions, that they will be based on the business analysis body of knowledge and have, they'll have an understanding of the, of the exam that you choose. Let's see. Oh, here's, here's a, this was a shout out for you. Um, too many people think years of experience mean they won't learn anything new from certifications. And I know that is, that has not been the case, um, or that, you know, that was the case for me. I, when I did a, my BA certification, uh, I was maybe a little confident, overconfident about what I thought I might uh, know. And then, of course, you get the reality check. <laughs> <laughs> Of, of the practice exams and the course and all that kind of stuff. So really, it's, um, it's, I think that the certification can provide you so many other benefits besides just that, just that outcome. All right, here's another question I think is for you. This is from Vanit. The CBDA certification at, well, it, does it add value in the Indian job market? We probably can't speak to that, but maybe you can share your experience with having it in the Canadian job market. Yeah, so for me, data analytics was something that we were doing more and more internally at IIBA. Um, Dragana, who works with me, she's a business analyst, heads up this work. And we went through the certification to understand more about, as a business analysis professional, how do we engage appropriately? So you understand how to understand your audience, your stakeholders, and really pull out of them what is it they're looking for and appreciate how technical they are or not. And that's really important when you get to the end of the cycle. So there's a nice cycle in it where you understand what the need is, then you go and look for the data, maybe work with a database analyst to figure that out. You source the data, you look up meaning, and then the key part is how do you present that meaningful information back to the stakeholder? So you have to understand the stakeholder and how technical they are, but also there are many different techniques on how you present meaning uh, to the stakeholders. Uh, so from a job market perspective, I would say data analytics is hot right now. Um, getting a, a CBDA will help you understand and appreciate that whole domain. Um, but specific to the Indian job market, I can't speak to that. You, you mentioned that data analytics is hot. Actually, so we have chapters, but we also have something at IIBA called a special interest group. And in fact, the special interest group that is currently uh, in, in motion is our business analytics special interest group. And they do at least a once a month webinar. Um, actually, the, the next one is this week. 
It's June 8th, and there's three different times. Our, our speaker is out of Australia, so he is very kind to do three different times to hit three different audiences. And he's been doing a great job of, of exposing the uh, special interest group members to just all kinds of facets of business analytics from tooling to survey design and all kinds of things. So um, if you head over to IIBA.org and go to our webinars page, you will see the upcoming special interest group. I think we just have one more. The July one has been um, rescheduled, but, uh, but that's a another way that you can uh, meet people. Interesting enough in a in a virtual webinar but it is a great way to connect yeah and i did a virtual presentation uh for the india conference called business analysis impact in march and i did actually share three examples of business data analytics of what we're doing internally at iiba uh, so people can actually see it's not just theory this is how we're doing it in our particular organization I think it's so important as we are talking about these different specializations within business analysis that that uh, that folks understand how you would apply it because it if it's if it's something you're interested in but you're not doing it in your organization something like attending a, a talk or participating in a chapter and knowing someone that is doing that can give you real life examples of how you can apply that. Um, so let's so see. Here's a question. Can I take the exam even if I'm not an IIBA member? Ooh, so good question. The answer is yes. Um, you can study for the exam and purchase the exam. Um, so you purchase the exam, but you also need the access to the Babok guide. So you'll need to purchase that as well. Um, if you are a member, there's a discount for doing the, for purchasing the certification. And as a member, you get free access to the Babok guide. Um, so there's a bit of mathematical equation there um, that uh, membership has its privileges. It, it does. And so I know that I very often talk to potential members about, you know, why I came for the certification, you know, what else should I stick around for? And since so many of our questions today are related to finding the job, you know, our members also have access to a career competence, I'm sorry, a competency development workbook. So we have a competency development guide. So, and that's just a way to understand across each of the knowledge areas, what the proficiency levels are. If there's a quiz that's involved, it's completely uh, subjective. So it's how you think you're doing, but then it helps you to plan out where you might develop in those areas. In addition, we have a career center that comes with a load of benefits. So there's, uh, in addition to a job board, um, that you get first dibs on if you're members. So that's, um, it's kind of aggregating job postings from all over the world. Um, there is a career center with all kinds of resources. There's a uh, resume upload where you can get feedback from a career coach on your resume. There's, um, you know, you can take a look at the stats for things like salary information. You can connect with other coaches, tons and tons of stuff in addition to being part of a chapter and all of the other benefits that you get. So there really is, um, there's a lot of benefits to membership besides just, you know, the discounts that you get. Yeah. All right. So well, we have so many questions here, Susan, we're going to have to take some of these and put them on our backlog for future. <laughs> I know. Well, and so, but we knew that our, that the folks that listen, they would have a lot of questions around this because that is typically, I think, some of the some of the questions that we get the most in here is how do I start or how do I get certified? Um, here I'll give a Yvonne uh, says shout out to uh, automatically including that local chapter membership. 
Thanks, Yvonne. We, I, we, I believe that it is so important for people to be um, part of some kind of organization where they can network and just talk to people that do what they do. So I'm, I'm really glad that we made that change. We, we did that just about, oh gosh, just about two years ago, I think. Yeah. Let's see. All righty. Maybe we have time for one more question, maybe. Here, I'm just going to, this is uh, Mahmoud. I want to start a BA career in my job. How can I prepare? I feel like this is, um, this is kind of the overarching question of the day. Um, so we, we've talked about a couple of things. So, you know, just taking stock of what you've done previously. I think is really important. Think about those achievements. Um, get to know some business analysts. If you're working in an organization today and there are some business analysts, I know, Scott, you've talked about like have a have a meet and greet with them, go to lunch with them, get to know business analysts and what a day in the life is like. That'll give you some insight into how you can prepare. What What else would you suggest? Yeah, I do like the idea of reaching out. I've had a number of people reach out to me. I think it's important uh, that when you're reaching out to someone, it's in your local community. Um, so you can reach out to someone halfway around the world and get some advice, but it's not really going to help land that job. Um, kill two birds with one stone. If you find someone locally that can give you advice, but because they're local, they also know the market. They have other people in their network. They can They can have a pulse on, oh, you know what? I know this organization's hiring or someone just left this position, so there might be a position open. Um, that's really, um, I think, the, the key to uh, getting started in there. So good luck, Mahmoud, on your on your journey to becoming a, a business analysis professional. And you're right, we've got tons more questions, so stay tuned. We might be answering your question on an upcoming Business Analysis Live, but with that, I think we'll wrap up for today. Yeah, it's been a great discussion. Lots of oh rapid gosh. fire questions here. Having a hard time reading them and, and picking out which ones to, to tackle, but we'll definitely put them on the backlog. So thank you everyone for your participation today. And Susan, why don't you tell everyone about our next episode? Well, and this one is for you, Paul Cash. We are going to be talking about career progression for business analysis. Um, it's it's another question that we get a lot of, and this time we have got an expert. Maria Montgomery is going to join us. She's a career coach. She's a speaker. She is an author, and this is her specialty. So if you want to know what might be next in your career, well, you're going to want to see us in about two weeks. We'll see you soon. This is the end of our live session, but if you've got questions, you can send us an email at live at iiba.org or leave us a voice message and we'll answer your question at one of our upcoming broadcasts. Join us.